Welcome to the Do You Believe podcast tonight. We're going to start taking a deeper look into space. Uh, before we start, uh, it's just going to be me tonight. I'm going to be all over the place. I've got some notes, but they're not in any particular order, so uh, bear with me for that. Uh, we have a Twitter page, um, DYB underscore podcast, a Facebook page, Do You Believe podcast. And if you guys have any requests, comments, or... Um, any other concerns, you can email us at request at doyoubelievepodcast.com. And with that, I guess I have to cue my own theme music. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology, and uh, it's a painful process to build it back again. Okay, so tonight we're talking about space and space conspiracies. Like I said, it's going to be all over the place, but, you know, there's just lots of useful stuff here, so I'm just going to start. Um, it's it's weird. I have anyone to talk to. There's a cat in here. Maybe I'll talk to him. He won't say much back. Anyway, um, so I guess, you know, we can start with the moon landing is the most, the one we've probably talked about the most. And I don't know that we've ever really gone into a lot of detail. We've talked about a couple of things here and there. I know Matt's a big, a big fan of this one, as am I. Um, I don't know, Carrie and Mandy maybe not so much, but I'm not convinced. So just like some general things with the moon landing. Um, actually, let me go back. Let me tell you uh, a lot of this stuff that I'm going to talk about tonight you just google reddit space hoax compilation there's like man it's like 30 videos or links to articles okay it's more than that it's more like 100 okay uh videos articles and all this stuff with everything involving space um with like moon landing international space station the radiation belt uh stanley kubrick uh flat earth uh satellites literally everything so i didn't i couldn't even get through all this stuff or even come close to but i'll leave it for you guys to go look at since some of the stuff I'll, I'll try to describe it but you'll have to go look at it for yourself but yeah some of the main things with the, the moon landing hoax uh we can start with well maybe i'll just start with you know the idea behind it and how complex it sounds now originally i had said there's no way that you know we did this on the first try like uh, that we did any mission on the first try involving people uh, i did later find out that we did send satellites of sorts to orbit the moon first to get some of this data so that made it a little more believable but uh that's not good enough for me so i'll just go down some of the down the list of some of these things when you look at like a lot of the just the still pictures i see this one a lot just the shadows on the moon ideally the only light source is the sun so naturally all 
of the shadows of the people, the spaceships, um, the rocks, all that stuff should all all the the shadow should be angled in the same direction. And you can Google that, and there's tons of instances where they're not even close. So either there's some other very bright sources, like on the lander or something, or it was done in a studio with lights all over the place. And I guess they uh, didn't think of that one. Or maybe they just think we didn't think we'd ever question it. Uh, another, another one for me is... Uh, they look like they're kind of slowly bouncing around on the lunar surface. And um, it looks pretty convincing, but I've seen instances where they've sped up the video. I think typically it's just like twice twice the speed. And it just looks like a normal person just kind of bouncing around on Earth. Like it just looks normal. Even when they're walking, it just looks completely normal. So, you know, I think just slowing down footage is a really good way to fake things uh one of matt's favorite uh examples he always sends us this gif uh of the astronaut he jumps up in the air as if he's in space and the dust comes up with him and then drops like way before he lands so the dust is subject to earth's gravity apparently but the astronaut is not the moon's got some weird physics going on uh, all right, I'll talk about the, and I actually had this on this, uh, the website that I was talking about, like they have an HD full view close up of the moon landing module. And it looks like a first grade science fair project duct tape everywhere. Uh, there's flaps. Things are just like screwed together. They're not even like aligned properly. You really have to look at this one yourself, but it, it's it looks like a piece of crap, uh, honestly. And the and the fact that we sent people to the moon in that is terrifying. Now I did I did make a joke with uh, uh, a friend of mine, Shannon, just said that you know the phrase "good enough for government work" was certainly present in the Apollo programs. So maybe it's true. Maybe they just, they were in a rush and they had to throw something together, but I would not trust my life with that thing. So we can talk about the moon buggy too. Not only does it just look ridiculous, but um, they've got footage of this too. When you watch it at twice the speed, it, it looks just like a regular car driving across like the desert or something. Uh, the dust flying off the, the back of the wheels. It doesn't fly up into the air excessively. It just looks like a normal car driving through the desert. So uh, you'll have to check that one out for yourself. Um, I saw a video one it's on here where it was like a, um, a cinematographer expert at like taking or doing film shots that are tricky, that can trick people. And he was looking at some of the footage of the moon buggy. And you can look real closely and he zooms in and shows all this stuff where like the astronaut's not moving at all but like the vehicle's like turning and steering and jumping and hopping the, the astronaut's not moving an inch so he said well based on my experience it looks as though you know they've got a puppet on an rc car 
I don't know the scale of it, but that'd be a good way to fake it. Because honestly, how did they fit? I mean, that's a sizable moon buggy. And, you know, weight is a very precious thing when you're going into space. You need so much more rocket power to get yourself out of the atmosphere if you're going to add something that might like, that probably weighs about a ton up there. Somehow fit that in with the module and send that down? I, I don't even know. And you guys, I could be completely wrong. You guys can tell me exactly how they did it. But just using the same equipment from like the first, uh, like the Apollo 11 mission, I don't, they would have had to change a lot of things to be able to compensate for having that much more added weight. But that's just me. And then like in our uh, our theme music, they said they lost the technology to go to the moon. That guy said they destroyed it. Some people say they lost it. Some people say they lost the telemetry data and all that stuff. It just, it seems like for something that important that you would have a better handle on those sort of things. I was watching a video right before I did this that uh, the they didn't even record. Well, they did record initially the footage when they were transmitting, you know, the first steps onto the moon. And somebody had later written over that tape. I know for... Okay, so there might be some younger listeners, but uh, VCR tapes, they used to have ones that you could record over. And then if you got bored of what was on it, you could just record right over top of it and it would overwrite it. And somebody says that's what they did with the footage. Arguably one of the most important moments in like the 20th, 21st century. And they just overwrote it. Didn't even think they had multiple copies. These are rocket scientists. I'm just saying. Also wanna they have a link to this video too, but and I think we've mentioned it before, just the they've got that post post interview with astronauts when they get back to Earth, and they look like the saddest, most depressed people you've ever seen. Like they just went to the moon and came back. And they look super depressed. So, you know, maybe because they knew it was a sham. It's possible. Um Neil Armstrong didn't even, he, I don't think he, like, he didn't do interviews for, like, 20 years or something after. Maybe even 30 years. That kind of, that's kind of suspicious. Um, I remember one, one theory had mentioned uh, that they looked super depressed, and as soon as they started showing certain pictures up on the screen, like a slideshow, then they snapped to life and all of a sudden we're excited again and some people were saying that maybe those um, pictures they were showing were was a trigger for some of their mk ultra type mind control thing so they remember what they what they thought they did and i can follow up with that with you'll have to google this too and it's on there actually but it, it's trump was giving a speech about space recently and buzz aldrin was up there next to him and the entire time, he is making the weirdest faces. Like, like he just goes from like a laughing face to like an angry face to like a blank stare. And it's just all over the place. It's actually really funny. So check that out. I find it odd. Just could be reminiscent of some of the LSD from MKUltra. Definitely possible. All right, so that's, that's the moon stuff. Um, I'll also just mention that there's actually a documentary on this. I can't remember what it's called, though. 
I wish Matt was here, you know. But it, it's just, it's about Stanley Kubrick and how he was connected to Apollo 11, allegedly. They'll deny it forever, but supposedly in, I think it's The Shining, he leaves a bunch of, like, NASA clues um, to try and get people to say, hey, we faked the moon landing, I helped film it. And I, I think... The- I need to Google when Space Odyssey came out. I think it was before. If it was, they were like, hey, that guy knows how to do space. That looks pretty convincing. And actually, people have always said it's the most realistic space film ever made in terms of the physics and all that stuff. So he knew a few things, so maybe he did help fake it. That's all on the moon. Yeah. That I will mention the when they interviewed the I think it was later on down the road they interviewed and this was after because uh, supposedly they didn't they didn't know the Van Allen radiation belt existed when they did this and they interviewed them later and they're like so how did you guys get through that and the guy's like what are you talking about and he actually said um, it wouldn't have impacted us because we didn't know it existed yet that is what an alleged astronaut said so let that sink in. All right, so the second most, maybe for me, I don't know about you guys, but the second most strange things out there is is this International Space Station. And I didn't think much of it initially. And I've actually gone out, you know, they can they, they print like a schedule and like a an angle of where you can look in the night sky to see the International Space Station. International Space Station flyover. And I did see it. So now it's just like a bright yellow light. But it showed up when they said it would. So that's that's hard to that's hard to deny. But um there's a video. It's one of the first ones on here that you can watch that just shows it's like a compilation of just footage fails of the International Space Station. Like, for example, there, there's one where a guy drops something and he, like, f- he's floating, of course, and he reaches over to pick it up, and you can see it looks like two wires pulling a shirt up, like, for no reason. And just the way that the astronauts, like, are, they're not sitting, but they're floating, it looks like they're being held up by their waist, by some sort of string or something like that. But there's a bunch of instances of just technical problems that would typically you you wouldn't see in footage unless they were using video manipulation or a green screen or something like that. Just artifacting all over the place. So like they're sitting there talking, 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 and then all of a sudden a guy starts to just blur like into nothing, but the background stays the same. It's kind of strange. You'd think the entire film would act the same, but it doesn't. Which means that you've got two parts of footage. you got the, the astronaut, alleged astronaut, and the alleged International Space Station behind him. And there's one where one of the guys is floating along, and then he goes around a corner and out of view in the space station. And as he's going around the corner, he just fades out. Like, like a PowerPoint effect. So, 
and honestly, like the people, I see them interview these people that are on the International Space Station. They're just, they just look like just, maybe it's just me, just kind of clueless, goofy, like not, you can't be like that if you're going to be an astronaut. Your life depends on you making, doing all the right things at the right times or else you die. Allegedly, if we even went to space. But that's what we've been told. So, uh, so now we're going to start jumping around a bit here. Um, the only people to leave low Earth orbit, which is within that radiation belt, are the Apollo missions. And those people didn't even know about this radiation belt. And they say they didn't feel anything. But uh, based on what they say this radiation belt is, you can't fly through there unless you have like huge, thick lead insulation. And that would just be far too heavy to launch into space uh, economically. And when you look at the lunar lander and the, and the space module and stuff and see how crappy it's built... There's no way it's going to be able to withstand some of the the most intense radiation that we know of. So the main thing here, the main conspiracy of this episode that we always discuss, at least me and Matt do, is that the belief that NASA is just a giant money laundering scheme. So... Now, I don't know how up to date these numbers are, but on average, NASA gets $52 million a day. And you got to ask yourself, where does all that go? And even looking back at like the lunar module and how cheaply made it is, with the kind of money that they received, you would think they would have better. So, I mean, really... You just, if you're going to do this money laundering scheme, first you have to set a high a high bar saying it is so expensive to go to space. We need this much money. You have to justify it. But who's going to call them out on it? They're the only ones, NASA, they're the only ones working on this stuff. So they get to call the shots. They get to say, yes, this rocket's a couple billion here, a couple billion there, maybe a couple trillion eventually, eh. Uh, yeah. So, if you're going to do this money laundering scheme, you have to, you just have to put on a good show. And here's why, I'm still kind of, I'm not fully saying we've never been to space, never been to the moon, never been outside of um, the Earth or the moon, just beyond. But, but they may have, we may have gone once, and that was enough to say, okay, we actually did do it, so we're not technically lying. But everything going forward, we got, we're going to save all this money for ourselves, so we got to fake the rest of it. That way we can keep getting the money coming to us. And I don't know who's at the top of it, Illuminati or the New World Order or like some rogue group of Nazis or who knows. They actually never speculate about that, but they just got to keep up the show. That way they can keep the money flowing. And before I 
move on to that, we've also got in the mix now. We've got SpaceX doing their stuff, and they're they ha- they they receive government subsidies, so they're getting some of the money too. And all they gotta do is put on a good show. And Elon Musk is certainly good at putting on a good show. So maybe some of the stuff is legit. I wouldn't be surprised. So that's you know that's part of running a money laundering scheme, right? So like you know Walter White and Breaking Bad owns a, a car wash that operates how it's supposed to, but also there's other stuff going on in the background. So. We might actually do a couple real things here and there, get some legit videos just to shut down any skeptics, but then fake everything else. And that that's the feeling I get when I look at some of the just International Space Station footage inside the spacewalks too, which, you know, there's a lot of instances of people claiming that they see air bubbles coming up in space. Um... So that, that's one way you do it. You say, okay, we're going to do a spacewalk. We're going to show off to people. But we're not actually going to do a spacewalk because that's expensive. And we don't actually have anything in space. So we're going to do it in this giant pool, which they do train on. So it's definitely doable. And then edit out anything odd. Obviously, they missed a few things here and there. But, uh, but yeah, so... That all the footage of the International Space Station inside looks hokey as crap. Uh, you never actually get like a tour of the place or anything like that. It's just a stationary camera, and some people floating around, which it just. If I'm being skeptical here, or if I'm trying to be realistic, it is possible that our brains don't understand what weightlessness truly is and when we see it through these videos it looks fake because we've never seen it in our life right uh but i don't know it just i don't know it's too easily faked and they just they just look weird and uncomfortable and not moving when they're doing these interviews so just check it out uh let's see if i can find the name of that video for you guys um, I thought it was one of these first ones. Okay, yeah. So if you go to the Space Hoax compilation on Reddit, it is called NASA Fails Again and Again. And it's just a bunch of International Space Station hokery. That's what it looks like to me. So now I think there was a... We definitely had a different motivation with the moon landings, right? We needed to show superiority in our space program to beat the Russians. Now, obviously, they got the first satellite up. Allegedly, strangely enough, I don't see a lot of conspiracy on on that. Do we have any proof that Sputnik was even up there? So maybe they faked it, and then we we faked it even further by saying we went there, and then afterwards we're just like, okay, guys, we got we got to stop. It's getting ridiculous. Somebody's going to call us out on it. But initially, it was to beat the Russians. That was the that was the goal. And maybe at the end, they're like, okay, we did all that. We faked it. We fooled the Russians. Now we have all this money. It's nice having all this money. Let's see how long we can keep this going. And then you got, you know, the space shuttle program. Now we got the space station. And then... Talks about moon base, Mars base, Mars travel. 
That's a lot of money that would require. So, like, I, I think the hardest part is that it, your tax dollars are paying for this crap. So, if it's not real, a lot of people would be real pissed that their tax dollars went nowhere. So NASA says, yeah, we built this amazing space telescope to get us cool pictures. Yeah, all right, we need millions for that, maybe billions. All right, thanks. And then they just give us, like, the pit, the pictures of these planets are very dull and uninteresting. They gave Saturn some rings. That, that's kind of fancy there. But, like, the, the planet itself is just... A glowing orange ball. Very uninteresting. Uh, Save with like Neptune. It's just a big blue thing. Now they did get a little tricky with um, with Jupiter. And most of the video pictures or whatever I see, it just looks like when you pour different density liquids on top of each other and just kind of stir it up, it makes those weird swirling things and whatever. You could easily fake that too. Uh, and all the, the pictures that come from this, these space telescopes are in black and white, I believe. And they visually enhance them to make them look more appealing. Like, all the cool colors on Jupiter, that's not the actual color of it. And especially like those space nebulas and space clouds and galaxies are all these amazing colors is all added just to make it look better. So even if it, that's real, all of this is real, you know, we're just paranoid. The fact that they're doing that to make it look cooler than it is is strictly just so they can get that money back. And that, that that's kind of... That alone is enough to kind of frustrate some people. I mean, I, I get it. A lot of people really like this stuff. And even as a kid, you know, that, that was the coolest thing out there. But when I saw that... I think it was sometime in middle school I discovered that they, they weren't. They don't actually look those cool colors. They just add that uh, just for looks. You know, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, I saw there's one video that I was talking about. You know, I think it's since 1875 might have been the first time there have been stories or movies about going to the moon and space. And I've heard some people say that was that's where they started. They just got to start pushing the idea of going to the of going to space way ahead of time. That way, when they get around to faking it, it's not a surprise. It's it's common. It's just it's built into you. That's why you know you see a lot of alien stuff, right? And that that might be you know in the future, uh, either they're prepping us for aliens coming, and they won't be as big of a surprise because we've been seeing it in movies forever or they're gonna you know fake alien arrivals too or something like that uh i've heard a theory that they're gonna fake like an alien invasion using we're getting really good like hologram technology and stuff they could easily fake it as long as they keep the technology on the down low and then you have um an alien force attack earth and then we're required to band together or form one world government to try and stop it. It's a perfect excuse. And then say, oh, we beat them and they left. So good job, people.
But yeah, that's an interesting theory. Um, there are some interesting numbers involving Earth. So Earth allegedly moves at 666,600 miles an hour. The axis of rotation is 66.6 degrees. Supposedly the curvature of Earth over one square mile is 66.6. Kind of strange. And then I read somewhere that NASA means to deceive in Hebrew. Interesting. So... Now we'll get to some uh, crazier stuff. I'm throwing this in for Aaron. He loves the flat earth stuff. Um, this is, so I did a little research on the Jesuit priesthood, supposedly. And I have to dig deeper if I, if I want to. If you guys are interested in this, I'll do that. But uh, I don't know. It seems kind of out there, but the Jesuit priesthood is supposed to be responsible for the pushing of the round earth model. Um, and you got to say, you know, why did they want to do that? So here's a quote from one of the Jesuit, uh, a former priest, uh, Alberto Rivera. Um, he says the goal of the Jesuit order was to create one world religion by influencing all installations of thought and using science as a way to cut out a lot of, of the supernatural religious beliefs. So, and this is what most of the people that are looking into the flat earth stuff um, will argue is that if the earth is flat, it makes it special. Everything else, in, there's nothing else like it that we can see in this universe. Everything is just a circular ball, from what we can tell. And the best way to discredit that is to just say it's not flat, it's round. So these theorists will say, like since the beginning of whenever this started to happen, uh, 1700s maybe, maybe 1600s, pushing the idea of a round Earth and just... Because no one's going to question it. It was it, There was some fight from scientists of the time saying, no, how do you know that? That's not, that's ridiculous. That's insane. And they just kept pushing, 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 pushing. And like they start uh, influencing people, showing them at younger and younger ages. And growing up through school, you've always got that round globe in the room just so you know, hey, everything's round, it's round, it's round, it's round, it's round. So that that's that's their theory that um, the Jesuits were behind that, and um, I think they're tied somehow, maybe or maybe not, to the the Vatican. Now the Vatican allegedly owns a telescope named Lucifer. It's kind of weird. It's very weird. You wouldn't think that that'd probably be the the very last thing they would want to name it. But, uh, yeah. So, that gets me, gets me through all of those notes. Um, we can jump back to SpaceX real quick. You know, with a, shooting a, a car into space. Like, so we've already indoctrinated everyone to believe all the space stuff. 
And when somebody does this, it is the coolest thing ever. And everyone's like, this is awesome. So much so that if somebody says, you know, that looks kind of fake, that they will just attack you and attack you, right? People get so offended when you when you crap talk space or question anything about it. And that's kind of, I don't know. That seems kind of weird to me. Just how how emotionally involved people are with outer space, even though they've never been there, they've never seen any of the stuff for themselves or anything. All we can see is the stars with our own eyes. Maybe get, you know, a telescope kind of zoom in on one of the, the planets might be like a, a blurry red ball or a blurry orange ball or something, but yeah, they take a lot take a lot of the stuff for granted. And uh yeah. There's a lot of money in it, so I could see why they want to put on a show. I, I saw people trying to show, like, you know, if a car was exposed to a vacuum or that much radiation that it would melt or explode, the tires wouldn't be inflated like they were, but I never really looked into all that. Some of it could be right, but, yeah. And then with that, they said, you know, it's going to Mars, and then, nope, oh, no, it's not. Nope, we messed up. We're going to have to try again. We're going to need a couple more billion dollars. Thanks. But yeah, let me see if there's anything else here. I'll probably cover some more later, and then we can get them back together with the whole crew and just kind of give our thoughts. Really need to get um, Mandy and Carrie's thoughts. They always kind of... They seem kind of hesitant to talk about it. Either they think we're nuts or they're too afraid to admit that maybe we might be right. Uh, hmm. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff. You guys got to check this out. It's uh, on Reddit. Just You can just go to Google and do Space Hoax Compilation Reddit. It'll probably be the first link, and it's got within it hundreds of links to all this stuff. A lot of it's just footage that... Because some of these people are hardcore. They'll sit and watch hours and hours of footage and find, like, one mess up. Like, there is, like, an hour of people doing, like, a, a spacewalk or something like that. This was, like, an older one. And just just randomly, at some point, the astronauts aren't really saying anything. And you hear somebody back and go, talk, say something. Right. Somebody caught that because they sit and watch and listen to every second of the stuff. So... They cut out all the hard work for you, so you can go check it out. Um, yeah, lots of videos about how they can fake it. I see people arguing about rockets won't work in a vacuum. I don't buy that based on what I've learned in physics class. Uh, I don't know. I need to talk to Aaron on that one. We'll probably have Aaron on for one of these episodes he can clue us in on some of this that was in his major uh yeah i saw this, uh, <laughs> saying all the planets are cgi i saw a, a guy posting a picture of a bunch of planets saying can you guys guess which one this was and they're like oh you know that looks like that's venus and he says nope this is the bottom of a rusty cast iron pan so, just, I don't know. That's what uh, Mercury and Venus look like. So, 
it's odd that there's and even all of the like the moons they're so boring looking they're all the same maybe that's just what it is i think that lends more credit to how unique the earth is and that um maybe it's not just happenstance that we're all here just saying uh let's see oh we got heated with satellites last time oh man yeah, I wasn't even going to mention this kind of stuff when Dylan was on last time, but so, so Matt did it for me. But yeah, uh, satellites may not exist. I've never seen pictures of one. I've seen CGI images of what it's supposed to look like, but I've never seen actual footage of one. And there's supposed to be hundreds of thousands up in the, the atmosphere, but I can't see any of them. And maybe it's just me, but if I owned a company that owned a satellite, I would be showing that thing off before we launched. I'd be like, check out what we got, guys. New satellite. You're going to have faster service all over the place. And really, if we have that many satellites, maybe I'm just you know not gauging the size either properly, but we should have full coverage at all times. Everywhere. But somebody did point out, like, there's no, you can't use GPS in the ocean. And you can't say it's because satellites can't reach you there. But you're out of range of cell towers. So maybe that's what it is. There's some video in here you guys have to find where you're talking to some type of engineer, space engineer maybe, about how these satellites work and... They're like, how do you get, you know, so much data from one, one end of the country to the other uh, and stuff? And he, he just says, oh, it's just the vast underground fiber optic cables. And he doesn't even mention satellites. We're led to believe that that's how we do everything now. But yeah, so that's in there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look into this vacuum stuff. There's a lot of debate about that. And I think part of that is because we can't create, like, a perfect vacuum on Earth. So, I don't know. One thing I was thinking about, and I don't know how this works. In my mind, the way it should work, as you go higher, your weight should become less. You should be, if you're flying on the edge of space, you should be borderline weightless. It seems in some of the movies and footage you see, it looks like you're going, you're going, there's gravity, gravity, and right when you get out of the atmosphere, all of a sudden gravity's just shut off randomly. And that's not how, it's not how we are taught that gravity works. So I find that interesting. Because, uh, like, the Flatters people will argue that, okay, gravity's not real either. So they're going all in here. But gravity's not real, and that everything is just density. So you've got just we are more dense than air so we don't float uh balloons are less dense than air and they float so maybe once you get out of the atmosphere you are all of a sudden lighter than whatever that is in space something like that i don't know i ain't no expert uh, but yeah yeah, looking at that ISIS live live stream, it 
just looks like a, if you were to show me footage of International Space Station or footage from Interstellar the movie, I would I would have no idea what the difference was. And it seems that we're getting more and more footage and pictures now that we have the technical capabilities to fake most of it. But that's just me. So, okay. You guys are probably tired of me talking. Um, I, I was just, just talking off the top of my head um, about this. It's much easier with another person here. But there's no one to check me and tell me I'm, I'm nuts. I'm going off the rails a little bit. Bring it back in, anything like that. So I just kind of went. But, yeah. So. Uh, oh, I was going to mention. I told Janet I would mention this. Some people believe also now this isn't quite the hollow earth that we th- that we've mentioned before, but that the earth is concave and the sun is the c- in the center of all of this. But yeah, just worth mentioning. You'll have to look into it though. Some of this stuff is a little out there. Yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Um, again, you can send us emails. Uh, if you want to hear more, uh, just let us know. If there's actually if there's any guests that you want to see come on more frequently or whatever, we can organize to get them on there. Um, yeah. Uh, adios, guys. Mm-hmm.